0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Russ M. and I'm a recover compulsive overeater from Norristown, PA. So today is Friday, August 4th, 2023. Today we are reading from the big book. We're in Working With Others, page 98, that second paragraph, that small little paragraph there says, burn the idea into the consciousness, ending with that he trusts in God and clean house. All right, today's readers, the steps are Cindy are, B., Traditions, Matthew G., Reading the text Texas, Barb W., page 164, is Tenzin P., our backup readers, Amory M., newcomer greeters, Nancy C., and the second hour host is Eileen M., reference numbers for yesterday, Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting is 20,502, so that's 20,502, and the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting is 20,503. That's 20,503. The OA Preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. Our sole purpose, always fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry this message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision For You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of
1: recovery. I will now ask Cinda B to read the 12 steps of OA. Star one, Cinda. Okay, Um, this is Cinda B from
2: um, Pennsylvania, a very grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying holy for the knowledge of his will for us and for the power to carry that out. And twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank
3: you.
0: All right there, Sinda, thank you very much. Next up is Matthew G. with the traditions.
4: Good morning, Matthew G., compulsive overeater in France. These are the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority finance or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, readers Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thanks for allowing me to be of service.
0: Thanks, Matthew. Appreciate it. How our meeting works? Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing. And that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and readers is six months. There's no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that you, your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the Big Book mean to us. To share, Press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. So today we resume our study in the big book, page 98, that second paragraph. Burn the idea into the consciousness of every man, ending with trust in God and Queen House and Barb W. Barb, you're going to start us off. Sorry about that. I had a little glitch in my brain there. Thanks
5: so much, Russ. Yep. Thanks so much. Barb W. Gracefully Recovered in Illinois. I'm going to to say the set-aside prayer first. Um, God, please set aside for us everything we think we know about this book, about recovery, other people, eating. Our spiritual paths in you, that we all have an open heart and mind and a new experience of all these, especially of you. Please show us and have us see the truth you're trying to show us. Your will not ours be done. And put aside everything that I come up with to be afraid of speaking. Amen. Burn the idea into the consciousness of every man that he can get well regardless of anyone. The only condition is that you trust in God and clean house. Burn the idea. Someone, someone had mentioned yesterday burnings like branding, where it's just you know, like spirit in that this is true, that I can get well regardless of anyone. If I can put so many things in the way as an excuse. Uh, and, and historically before coming in, it was because of this and that and background and, and woe, whoa, 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 It was just so much woe. Um, the only condition is that he trusts in God and clean house. And trusting in God, it's, uh, that's the beginning of the steps, and just coming to believe that possibly there's a greater power than me. And and one syllable simplicity, God, higher power, power of the universe, the God of your understanding, God of my understanding, whatever that is. And cleaning house, I love that Bill has used that term, cleaning house, just it makes it accessible. Doesn't use the word inventory at this point. Just cleaning house. Who doesn't want a clean house? And I, thinking of well, well from a health standpoint, proper, healthy, friendly, attentive. For me, well is teachable and healthy, yes. Putting down the food, yes. So that I can grow this relationship with my higher power and the ongoing lifelong process of cleaning house and keeping it clear and clean. So that another word of well is an adjective, excuse me, a noun. It's a source of source, a water source, something bubbling Flowing from the earth from down in the other day, talking about roots, my roots being deep into the earth and the branches and leaves, the, the other people. But to be, um, it, it comes to mind the third step prayer, offering myself to God, offering myself, relieve me of the bondage of self, which would be cleaning house and taking away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness in water water and a witness vitality um so that condition trusting in god um thanks for letting me share this morning and thanks to everybody for being here have a beautiful day i pass can't wait to hear everyone
1: hey
0: russ richard from Cal- california is there Russ. Hey, Richard, we're, we started the meeting, buddy. We started the meeting. Yeah,
4: it's all different.
0: Right. We're, we're, yeah. All right, talk we'll talk to you up
4: later.
0: In a, in a little bit, yep. So now okay. we're going to open up the lo, line for sharing. Um, we ask that you limit your share to every third day. Uh, so if you shared on uh, Wednesday or yesterday, please step back and i all this have a shot at sharing and I'll let you know if I hear you or not please one at a time. Who would like to share on this?
1: Chris Island. <laughs> Janet Chris.
0: A. Uh Janet Felicia, a. Jan Janet and I think um, I heard Harlan. I don't I know Amy G. Chris Amy, M. Chris M. Chris G. Chris G. Janet was could take two more.
3: Hey, will you tell us really quick again where we are Angela. in the reading?
0: Uh, I'll do that in a second. Angela Who v. else? Okay, Susan, Angela F. V. Susan S.H. And, and <laughs> Susan.
6: Robin Robin P. All
0: right. That's, that's about it. Robin P. All right. Let me... Uh, let you know where we're at. We're we're on page ninety eight, second paragraph, work with others to burn the idea into the consciousness. Ending with Trust God and Queen House. And uh we got Felicia D, Janet V, Harden G, Amy G, Chris M, Chris G. Uh, Angela V, Susan S H, and Robin P. I think I got Amy, yeah, Amy G's in there. She's in that chase and Robin P. Okay. Felicia, you are up.
7: Thank you so much. Can you hear me?
0: Yep. I got you.
7: Thank you. Uh, my name is Felicia. <clears throat> Excuse me. Felicia D. And I am from Rhode Island, although currently in Texas. I love this paragraph. It's perfect timing. My daughter had twins, and I've been in Texas for 11 days. And It is very easy for me to slip into old ways of thinking. Like, I need to save her, especially as I'm watching her struggle. And I have to go back to the things. I have to trust God, that God has a plan for her, and that she's going to be okay, and that she's strong enough to do this. And I have to realize that if I think I can save her, that there's a lot of pride and a lot of ego in that, that I'm not powerful. I have to turn her over and I have to turn the twins over and I have to focus my connection. And morning I did clean out again in my step 10 by doing four, uh, six, seven, and look at, you know, what am I doing that's starting to make my life unmanageable? And even though my food is fine, that is you know, the symptoms of what's going on underneath and there's some unmanageability there. And, and easing God out and thinking that I'm so powerful that I'm going to be able to protect her. It's really challenging for me. Um, along with my eating disorder too, it's very easy for me to slide into co-dependency, hold hands and run away. So this is great, super timely, and kind of reminds me, you know, where am I, where am my feet? What am I doing? What does God want me to be? And yes, God wants me to be of service, but he doesn't want me to lose myself completely. That's self-will in a distorted way. And so I appreciate this. So grateful that I can trust God, even when it's hard, and I can clean house and then clear that wreckage that'll get between me and let the squirrels just run wild. Thank you so much, I've got.
0: All right, Felicia, thank you. Next up is Janet B. followed by Harlan G.
8: Good morning. This is Janet B., recovered compulsive eater in New Jersey, soon to be in Raleigh, North Carolina, in two weeks from today. So it's interesting. It says, in order to recover from compulsive eating, I have to trust God. Well, what if I don't trust God, right? What if I come around and I believe that, like I did, that, God was up there somewhere in the clouds with a ledger, writing down my good deeds and my bad deeds. And when I died, if my bad deeds were more than my good deeds, he was waiting for me with a baseball bat. And he certainly wasn't going to help me here. What am I supposed to do if they tell me I have to trust God? And why is that even important? And I think I learned to trust God by seeing what God did for other people And being hopeless enough and desperate enough to just say i don't care i'll try anything and for me it was important to trust in god because i had to surrender right our book tells us we need to surrender either god is everything or else he's nothing so i can't say god please 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 take my food obsession while i'm busy you know cheating on my taxes or lying or you know not thinking about other people god has to be everything which means i surrender my entire life to him, my marriage, my kids, my job, not just my food. And the irony is, is that when I surrender everything to him, the food takes care of itself. I don't have to worry about the food because God takes care of it. And then I'm thinking, well, what does it really mean practically to trust in God? And I'm experiencing that now with the sale of my house. We bought a house in North Carolina, figuring we could sell our house in New Jersey, one, two, three. It has not worked that way. And so I just decided God is in charge of selling my house. I'm going to trust him. That means he decides who buys it, when they buy it, and how much they pay for it. And it means I don't check Zillow 50 times a day. I don't worry about it. God's problem. I trust that God will sell the house the way it needs to be sold. And I try and do that in every area of my life, that I trust God I surrender things to God. And then, again, I don't have to worry about the food. The food stays down as a result because God loves to take care of these things for me as long as I trust
1: him. And with that, I pass. Thanks. Thanks, Janet. Next up is Harlan,
9: followed by Amy Thank you, Ross. I'm Harlan G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. And I live in Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm outside walking, so if you could time me, you have my gratitude. I uh, came into this program at 24 years of age. I came in because I was dragged in, kicking and screaming. I didn't want to be here. I wanted to be left alone to die. I wanted to be left alone to die because I knew that when I was 335 pounds as a senior in high school, and when I was 500 pounds as a sophomore in college, when I was 600 pounds graduating college, and I had never been on a date with a girl in my life, and my life was in flames, I knew I couldn't live with the food, and I was convinced I couldn't live without the food. There was no life for me as long as I had Of negativity. One day I came to trust God. How did I do that? Specifically, I'll answer by trusting every wrong answer: myself, others, money, whatever. I came to no end, I came to a dead end in every excuse me, area of life. When I came in. I knew that it was gonna be years before I'd be in anything like a normal body weight. I was 700 pounds. I lost 200 pounds. I was a 500 pound man. And people were still assailing me and making fun of me and giving me insults you wouldn't give to your worst enemy. When I was 500 pounds, I became a 300-pound man, and people were still doing the same thing. And it was maddening to me. And I wanted to scream at the world and say, but I'm doing what you told me to do. And one day, one day, I came to be in a relatively normal body weight. But that's that's the least of the transitions. I have the idea burned into my head. That if I trust God and I do the work, and that's so foreign to my nature, I'm lazy by my nature. I don't do the work. I don't do what's expected of me. I just expect to learn by osmosis. But when I do the work, I get the recovery. And when I get the recovery, I trust God, I clean house, I help others. I have a life beyond my wildest imagination. I have a life today that's worth living. I have a life today that includes ups and downs Time. and love, and I have a life today that I'm very glad to be a part of, and I never thought I could ever say that. I'm real glad to be here. I love this, this little paragraph. Russ, thanks for your service. With that, I'll pass. Thanks, Lauren.
0: Next up is Amy G. Followed by Chris M
3: good morning russ my friend thank you everyone for an awesome meeting and for your service my name is amy g i am a recovered compulsive eater from maryland um you know i love this choice of the word burn so we're in the chapter working with others you know and when something's burning right it's consuming everything in its path and what i like to think that bill is saying here is that as a sponsor. My job, when I hear this over and over again, and I've been blessed and privileged and honored to sponsor for a number of decades now, when I hear those words, if you had my problems, you would eat too, or life is too hard, you, I have to eat. I have to help burn away those ideas because, you know, if if I eat because I have problems or life is hard, then I am screwed because I don't know about you all, but tragedy, ups and downs, that's the way life is. You don't live long enough in this world and some tragedy doesn't hurt, doesn't hit, right? But I eat because I am a compulsive overeater. That means that when something is difficult, I get restless, irritable, and discontent Right when life hits, which life will do, I'm going to have two choices because of who and what I am. I'm going to either search for ease and comfort outside of myself with some substance, some food, or drug, or alcohol, or whatever it may be, because I have a spiritual malady that hole in my soul that I try to fill with a knife and a fork, or I'm going to reach for God through these 12 steps. Like it says on page 25, we have but two options one is to eat to oblivion, or pick up the spiritual kit of tools at my feet. So my job is to burn away those old ideas that I'm anything other, that the sponsee and myself are anything other than the compulsive overeater with the twofold nature of my disease, physical allergy, mental obsession. And if so, what am I going to do about it? And the beauty of that is when I learn through these steps how to trust God, that when life does hit, and it always will, then I then learned to press into this program instead of saying it's too hard, I just can't do it, you know, it was such a tragedy, I just had to eat or whatever. Instead, I know for me, and I know that the sponsees got it, when I hear them say, oh, my gosh, that was so difficult, but I picked up the phone and I prayed with someone, I asked them to pray for me, or I worked a 10-step, or I did it. The understanding is that my new prescription for life is to trust God and continue to clean house with my self-inventory and learn how to be of service to others, to practice these principles in all my life, regardless of life's problems. And I'm not saying that's easy to do, but it becomes repetition is the father of learning. And now I have the key. The key to living my life instead of trying to anesthetize and run away from the troubles and the problems and saying that I eat because I have problems. No, thank God now I have the correct perspective and I understand what the prescription is Thanks. for my life as a compulsive eater. And with that, I'll pass.
0: Thanks, Aime. Appreciate it. Before uh, Chris Sam jumps on, let, me let you know where we're at in case you got on a little late. We're on page. 98 the second paragraph working with others burn the idea into the consciousness ending with trusting god and clean house all right chris m you're up
10: thanks so much uh for your service today it's chris m and i'm chris with a k and i am in ontario canada um so i felt compelled to share today on this reading and um the burn into consciousness i, I feel like my higher Hilda h- higher power that <laughs> I call Hilda um I feel like she's she's doing that to me today she she made me really pause and read this a few times and um ask myself um what does it mean uh trusting in God uh you know trusting in my higher power, trusting in hilda and and to me. You know, I've been so stuck in self lately going through some health stuff and not accepting it and isolating and just not, I don't know, just not not doing what I need to do. So what she's telling me today is, um, you know, I need to just stop and let go, surrender, seek direction from her every single day in all things big and small. I need to stop trying to control my fate. Because I can't. Whatever's going to be is going to be, and it's not up to me. And nothing I can do is going to change whatever is going to be. And I have to trust that Hilda, my higher power. She's going to figure it out, and she's not going to, you know, if if it's bad, well, she'll help me get through it. And and that's okay. And I literally feel like I have. You know, a big tattoo on my forehead now, with that word "burn." And what does "clean house"? Clean house means that I need to be rigorously honest about everything, because I'm the first one to believe my own BS all the time. And I need to have willingness to do all the things Hilda wants me to do. And uh, and if I'm not willing, then I need to pray for willingness. But you know what? I just need to do it. If I even if I don't feel well, I can do something. It might not be, you know all kinds of service that I'm not able to do because of my health but I can do the little things and I can do what I can do when I can do it but I can only do it with with Hilda's help and by following her guidance Um, you know stay on top of my inventories that conscious contact just pausing breathing asking for help throughout my day and she guides me if I ask her and then being of service right like you know, I still am sponsoring. I have a sponsor. You know, I can do the simplest things like hold a door for someone, smile at them, uh, be kind. Who doesn't need kindness in a day? I can make a phone call. I can take a phone call. I can listen more, talk less, reach out to newcomers, and just be at meetings, share at meetings, participate, participate. And uh, just be do those things, all those things that she wants me to do. And if I listen every day, if I ask her, and if I just listen, I'll hear what she wants me to do. With that, I pass. Thanks, everyone, for your service today.
0: Thanks, Chris. Next up is Chris G.
11: Yes, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for sharing. This is a great meeting. And I, uh, uh, I do spell my name with a K, and I live in Tennessee, the state of Tennessee. So, uh burn the idea. Yeah, I I love this. Um it makes me think. It makes me think about uh way back when. Way back when I went to OA. I went to OA. That's what I did. I went to a meeting. And I didn't uh uh I wasn't well. And and serenity was not my goal. You know, my goal was to lose weight. It, you know, for the vanity not the sanity. So um so I'm a slow learner and um and, and I've learned a few things and, and it makes me think about the first time I did a fourth step. And um I didn't do it right, I didn't finish it, I didn't complete it, but it was burned into me. I learned something and I can't unlearn what I learned and I've do, and I'm changed. So when we when we work the program, we move forward. Uh um I wrote in the margin uh, uh, of the, uh, this page that, that immature, it's, it's, it's going from being immature to mature or childish to uh, uh, responsible, uh, self discipline or disciplined or whatever. But anyway, it, it's not a, a, a one and done program. You have to do it over and over or practice it. And, and just going to a meeting isn't enough. I have to put it into practice. I have to trust God and clean house. And clean house just is very repetitious. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Chris. Next up is Angela V.
12: Good morning. This is Angela V. Um burn the idea into the consciousness of every man. Well, every man, I guess, would include myself. So I need to burn this into my consciousness that I can get well and stay well regardless of anybody. And um, today I'm on day 11 um, of abstinence, and I'm starting step three, and I just – I really feel – so much better and I feel like I've turned around um I'm doing the work that I need to do in order to um get better and I'm working with God in a way that I never have um I'm making sure that I spend the time that I need to spend with God with him and um and then I'm able to move forward through my day. It's just so much easier for me when I'm abstinent. my mind is so much clearer, my races, my thoughts don't race and um so anyways, I had this other thought about um this verse i mean this verse this um passage in the big book on page twenty five um The great fact is just this, that nothing less that we have had deep and effective spiritual experiences which have revolutionized our whole attitude towards life, towards our fellows and towards God's universe, the central fact of our lives today is the absolute certainty that our creator has entered into our hearts and lives in a way which is indeed miraculous. And I feel that that's what is happening for me, and I'm so blessed, and I feel that um, that um, things are indeed going to get better. So thank you. This is Angela B. I'll pass.
0: Thanks, Angela. Next up is Susan S. H., followed by Robin Pate.
1: Good morning. This is Susan S. H. in
13: Ohio. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Grateful to be here. This tiny paragraph just, it stirs up such emotions in me that uh, this continues for a lifetime. And um, not only in working with others, but in my own life. Uh, this paragraph grows and continues with me and with others, I can continue to get well, regardless of anyone. And I need to share this message. The only condition that I trust in God and clean house, I need to share this message. The mustard seed of trust that I came here with, if even that, has grown. And as long as I'm turning to a higher power with everything, it continues to grow um i believe this will continue to increase as i continue to turn to him in working with others in my own life in working with my family you know it just covers so much and my life is such a different such a different look than it was when i was in the disease i'm so grateful for what it is today and God helped me to keep working to share what I've been given. And that's all I have to say about that. I pass.
0: Thanks, Susan. Next up is Robin P. And i we're going to take another list.
6: Hi, thanks. Hi, this is Robin P. And we're currently in Georgia. And um, that is one of our uh, rescue dogs from Costa Rica. Sorry for the barking. Um, we we lived in Costa Rica for two years, and we're traveling through the southeast. Uh, we are looking for a home here for half a year, and we're going to a different town every week, and um, just and praying and meeting people and working with them. <laughs> and uh, it's it's been an adventure. Uh, so um, the only condition is that we trust in God and clean house. And um, we can get well no matter what. You know, um, I, I've been through so many things in the past seven years of abstinence where I just at times thought, I can't get through this. And yes, I can. With God's grace, just lean lean in. You know, trust in him. And it's a faith walk. It's a faith walk for everyone. And, you know, um, we, um, we made a decision to, if it's God's will, praying, oh, I think someone's unmuted, if you could just check and read that. praying only for knowledge of his will and the power to carry that out and turning our will and our lives over to the care of God. And thankfully, my husband's also in another 12-step program and you just get to practice these principles. And, you know, um, I, sometimes I do things that I think I can't do, but I can't do them, but God can, and I just need to let him. And, um, we've been going to a different town every week with these they um they were jungle dogs in costa rica they were homeless and they were starving and um had names and no one would take them because there's so many homeless dogs there and so we took them and a month ago we came on jet with them and they had to come as service dogs and we had to get some training and it was challenging and we're traveling around and there's some challenges and we just get to keep turning, I get to keep turning my will and my life over to the care of God and cleaning house, living in 10, 11, and 12. Um, I recently went to Europe uh, for three months, 27 cities, eight countries, and uh, we were looking for a home there um, and um, didn't find what we were looking for, but it was a very peaceful, joyful trip. This one has more challenges, and I just get to keep surrendering and living in the program i'm so grateful for vision because i take it with me wherever i go and i'm so grateful for abstinence and recovery today and i could never do any of this without this program and you know i always think of the cross i get to reach up and reach out and if i just reach up i just have a vertical line if i just reach out i only have a horizontal line i need both in my life today and um, I'm just so grateful for all of you. God bless everybody with a very blessed and day I pass. Thanks, you.
1: Thank
0: you, Robin. So let me let you know where we are. We are on P's 98, working with other second paragraph that burned the idea into the consciousness, ending with trusting God and clean house. So we could take about four more, I think, four more. Who, who wants to share? Um, the Pamela
1: from New York, Loretta
0: H. All right. I So I C. got, I, I got, I got Pamela. Pamela T, Shanna, Shanna, Sienna, uh, Penny, but there's, oh, Loretta, Loretta. Loretta H. and Penny. I think that's going to be it. I'm not great with math, you know that. So Pamela, Shanna, Loretta, and Penny, we might have time. Who knows? All right, Pamela, you're up.
14: Um, hi, my name is Pamela P. from New York. God bless everyone. Always a great meeting. Always hear familiar voices. Nice to hear them. Um, so I, I know God is one, and I I got to focus and trust Him, and I got to trust the process. And I got to go through the process like I had faith, and I got, um, I know the program worked, but you must work it. And right now I live in a shelter, so my life had changed dramatically since June the 9th. And, um, and just accepting that this the way life's going to be for now, it a process to get where I want to in my own place, um, I do thank God for my friend helping me out, helping me got a phone and help me out now um with money. And um I am planning to trying to meet someone else so I could get help. And I'm just praying. Um I I pray for my caseworker, you know, because that the person, you know, helped me try and find a place and all the different things going through the shelter and the different personalities. Yeah, I'm just praying because I need my recovery back. I messed up this morning because dumb me went to the laundry while I'm hungry and said, oh, I could eat breakfast later. And that upset setup. because it's so vending machines. So I kind of mess up, deal with a snack. But it's never too late to start over again. And recovery is the answer. And without recovery, I had nothing. So please pray for me, and I pray for all of y'all. And I don't want, you know, not to go to the hardcore food that the shelter lot offer a lot, and try to be more disciplined. And just pray for the best. And thank you to let me share. Um, I really loved meeting the people here, and I know the program work. It, it via to chew, but God don't force us to do anything. We must achieve for ourselves. So I'm just praying for the willingness. I pass. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Pamela. Next up is Shanna Followed
15: by Loretta H. Good morning. This is Shanna Thank you, Russ, for your service and all who've shared. It's great to be on this meeting this morning. This is Shanna C., Grateful recovered, Compulsive Overeater from Tennessee. uh. His, uh if I may be completely direct and, and you know, uh, the <laughs> there is no human whatsoever, including myself, um, that has been able to keep me abstinent um, and free from this obsession. Uh, that's my experience. I, I, I can look back and I can see that there hasn't been a... I've had heavy-hitting sponsors. I've had abusive sponsors. I've had gentle sponsors. I have had, you know... I've been worried about finances, I've been given plenty, I've had all of the things, but the bottom line is, is for whatever reason, however, I have been able to stay abstinent and it's truly a miracle for my life. I don't know how else to say it. Um, What happened with me was I got to that point of utter desperation where I was completely out of ideas and asked God for help, and I got led to where I needed to be in a day at a time. Somehow, I've been able to follow the directions I was given by a sponsor who always points me back to God. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that was a true step one experience where I saw my utter powerlessness and complete defeat, and that's when the power of God came in. The cool thing is, is it says, and one of of the things that's emphasized to me is it doesn't, matter so much as, as what your idea of God is, is that when you take the action, you are actively putting your, your, your faith in a power greater than yourself when you take these spiritual actions. And that made sense to me. And I'm, I was also reminded that, you know, the big book says, I don't have to consider another's conception of God, my own conception, however limited it was, to make a beginning. Well, guess what? On certain days, I have a very limited conception of God and there are some days my God is very big. I never know when it's going to happen. The cool thing is I have directions I get to follow daily because I wake up every morning a compulsive overeater and I get to live a life of service and what that's going to look like on any given day is going to end up what it's going to be, but my mind must be focused on staying in these steps because it is then that I'm actively putting my faith and trust in my, in my, in the God of my understanding. And that said, everything else tends to kind of line up and, um, you know, and I'll just be another, I mean, there are times where it's like the food may, may be calling at times, but not really at this point, it's just more of a, a dreaded fear that, Oh my God, what if I do eat? What if I mess up? And that's my perfectionism. Bye. And then thank you. And in those moments, Something as simple as, God help me, I don't want to eat. And then run away from the food if I have to. Go find someone to help. And it works every time, at least in my experience. Thanks, Russ, for your service, and uh, have a wonderful day. Happy Friday.
0: Thanks, Jenna. Next up is Loretta H. Bob by Penny C.
15: Hi,
16: Russ. Hello, all my precious Good morning. people along with my precious God who is saving my life today. Loretta H. in North Carolina recovers for today. Uh, The idea of God. um, God graced me. I, I wasn't struck with abstinence for the first honesty of work I did 22 years ago. The trust in God came with the practice of the principles in all my affairs. And Bill talks about um, this idea of burn on 24, where he says, you know, it won't be, burn me this time. And then he talks about it again on 84, where we recoil from a hot flame. And that's the process, you know, that that we get when we work and do this work. And then now he says, burn the idea that any man um, with God can do this. But it also takes some action. And I took a third step from a woman about four or five months ago, maybe even longer, I don't know. And uh, she did it in the I-form. And I realized that I have a trust fund when I take step three. If I surrender, stop the debating society, and actually put that on my heart and believe that that's true, trust God, you know, my will and my life over to him, everything I get, gives me his grace and mercy. Sometimes I don't like it, but that's okay because I know it's for my better self. And that this month is self-discipline, fellowship, and um, delegation. Those are, I try to practice the principles of the steps and the concepts and the traditions every month. And this step just tells me that's what I need to do. And now working with others 124 times before we even come into this room or into this uh, chapter. And so it's what I need to do to save myself. But with God's grace and mercy, I can actually help others with this process. And um, that third step prayer works because the woman who gave it to me and and her third step was dying and in hospice. And she is happy, joyous, and free now, cancer-free. So if it worked, it does work. I saw it as her. I see it in myself, and I see it in all of you. So please, please, trust God. Clean that house well and help others, and you will be happy, joyous, and free, and it's priceless. And with that, I pass.
0: Thanks, Loretta. Next up is Penny
17: C. Hi, Russ. Thank you so much. Uh, my name is Penny C, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from the Boston area. Simple, not easy. That's what we're told. This program is simple, not easy. And uh, trust God and clean house sounds simple, but it's not easy. And for a lot of people that I've worked with, and even now some, some of my own family are telling me that they're having difficulty believing that there's a God. Why would, why, would a, why would a God allow this terrible pandemic or what's going on in parts of the country, the wars, the famine? And so uh, I had a discussion not long ago with my 16-year-old grandson who said, why do you believe in God? Why do you trust God? And my first answer is because it doesn't make sense not to trust God. What are we going to do if we don't trust God? <laughs> um, and and so the other thing is that when I look back after I, I, soon my birthday is coming up and I'm soon to be 84 years old. And when lo- when I look back over my long life, I can see in so many instances where God was there and I didn't even realize it. Not until I started working the steps and and looking at my gratitudes every day um, and thanking God for for my childhood, my parents. It goes on and on. I, I, I ought not, by normal um, means, be where I am today. I thought I was doomed. I thought I was doomed to a life of just being fat and being called names and and um being discriminated against for various positions. Um I thought that um life ho- held no nothing good for me. And as a lot of people will, you'll hear say, uh, I live a life second to none. For my for me, this is this couldn't be this life could not be better i don't have i have very little of what i want, but everything everything i ever needed and and I've been through all kinds of trials and and tribulations and um if if not for for trusting god so I just want to offer this i had a i had general anesthesia anesthesia and surgery recently. And every time I felt the least bit of anxiety, I simply said, God, I'm yours, and I trust you. And it was, it was amazing that I just relaxed. I just relaxed so easily. So that's my mantra. Anybody that knows me knows that um, I say that hundreds of times a day sometimes. God, I'm yours, and I trust you, and I'll pass that.
0: All right, Penny, thanks. So we have time for one more three minute share.
1: Who would like that time? Don't be shy. We got three more minutes. Who would like it? More Press W. All
0: right, I think I heard I heard more Z, I believe. Did I hear that? Or W, more W. Alright Maur, you're up.
15: Thanks, Russ, for your service today. Burn the idea. Hear it into your brain. Make sure it's paramount in your thinking that I cannot do this life on my own. I tried for many decades and it didn't work. In fact, it led me more to relapse than anything else. Today, I have a life worth living. Today, I am blessed with abstinence and I'm living in a recovered state. But when I work with a sponsor, I have to burn the idea that a spiritual life is key for arresting this deadly, cunning disease. There is no two ways about it. I can't do it on my own. I tried. I failed miserably. Cleaning house means rigorous honesty, means kindness and compassionate, loving and tolerant accepting other people, letting go of the fears and the anger, working my 10 steps. These are simple propositions all. It's not an easy life. It's a hard life, but it is a life worth living. And for that, I'm grateful. With that, I'll pass. Thanks, Russ.
0: Thanks, Mar. We got time for one minute share. We would like to do a quick minute share.
18: Russ, is Helen C.
0: Go for it.
18: From Virginia. And I, too, am a recovered compulsive eater And I got you beat a little bit, Penny. I'm 88, and I'm claiming uh, almost 90. So, yes, when I look back over my life, I know that the only thing that saved me was my higher power. And in the moment, I might not have seen it, and I'm a, I am also one of the slow uh, learners. So what I had to do is lean in and trust my higher power. And, and as I said, clean house. I had to definitely clean house the things that I thought I was going to take to my grave. I had to release that. And I got such good energy from doing just releasing it. Yes, trust that, my higher power. That's the only way for me to go. Because uh, without my higher power, I, I'm nothing. And uh, and things are so beautiful with trusting in my higher power. Magical things happen. And I, too, don't have all that I want, but I have all that I Fine. need. Thank you, Russ. Blessings.
0: Thanks, Ellen. You're going to be our last year. And we thank everyone who shared today on this meeting. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour study immediately following closing. So today's share ID, Friday, August 4th, 2023, 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting, is 20,505. 20505. Now I would ask Penson P to read page 164. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We'll keep you until
12: then.
19: All right, Tenzin P, checking in from New York. Mm, Great meeting. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order.